0: The child grew and became strong. He was filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. This is the word of the Lord. Thank you to all those Bible readers, friends. Let me pray for us, Heavenly Father. We do want to thank you for your grace and your love, and and Father, we pray uh, tonight that you will speak to our hearts. That we might have a better understanding of your grace to us in the Lord Jesus. And Father, we pray that we might be moved by your spirit, by your word, to be your servants, to be your followers. And we do pray these things for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. I must say I'm glad the uh, lights came on because I could see uh, that uh, there were probably some people going to sleep there. And I don't want to give you that excuse Well folks, most of you have heard about the three wise men Men who followed the star and then uh, once they found Jesus they gave presents and they worshipped baby Jesus But what about the three wise women? What about them? Behind every wise man there is a wiser woman So my wife tells me So let me tell you about these three wise women One was married, one was single and one was widowed. And each of them had a major obstacle in their life. Elizabeth she was getting older. She was unable to have a child. She was barren. She overcame her resentment and bitterness of being childless. Mary was pregnant but unmarried. And she overcame the fear of being alone, of being ostracised in her community. And Anna, she lost her husband and overcame grief and pain of her loss. Each of these three women overcame pain and difficulty because they made wise decisions. Well, folks, let's have a look at each of these women. Firstly, Elizabeth. Uh, Elizabeth was married to Zechariah who was a priest and they were righteous and godly people in fact in in verse 6 of uh, Luke chapter 1 they were upright in the sight of God in other words, their lives pleased God that has to be the highest compliment, wouldn't it? how much we would love to hear those words with our lives, or those words, well done good and faithful servant.
1: In other words, they were
0: obedient. They were faithful, they were dedicated, and they dedicated to their faith in God. Elizabeth was a woman of integrity who served God her entire life. But she had this heartbreak in her life. She had this pain, this scar. She couldn't fall pregnant. And sadly, some of you today might be able to relate to that pain and sadness. And when you think about it, Elizabeth had every reason to be resentful to God. Come on, God! I've been faithful to you all these years, all my life, and you still haven't answered my biggest prayer. And she didn't say that. Elizabeth chose not to get mad at God. In fact, she chose to trust God and not to be bad-tempered, despite for great disappointments Folks, I think we can learn from this and you've probably learned from experience We shouldn't expect heaven on earth Because in this earth we we have sorrow, we have pain, we have grief We have disappointment, suffering, disease We have tears and grief and loss You know what? None of that is in heaven There is no crying, there is no sadness, there is no tears, there is great rejoicing. None of these things are in heaven, but we certainly can experience these things in our world, in perfect world. Uh, The weather doesn't work perfectly. The economy doesn't work perfectly. Our relationships sometimes don't work perfectly. Our bodies don't work perfectly. Do I have an arm for that? Those of you who are over over sixty, folks, everything is broken. And being a Christian is no guarantee that everything will be j o k. Anyway, one day Zechariah, while in the temple, an angel appears to him, and we read, "Don't be afraid, Zechariah. Your persistent prayers have been heard." It's interesting, even though Elizabeth had this great disappointment, she couldn't have any kids. They kept on praying, not just about having kids. And in their old age, they kept praying patiently to honour God. Folks, I want to say a delay is not a denial. Sometimes in our prayers, God says yes. Sometimes he says no. And sometimes he says not yet. A delay is not a denial. I know if we uh, say, not yet to uh, children, they take that as a no, don't they? But as they grow, as they mature, uh, they need uh, to know that uh, they need uh, to be patient. And Elizabeth and Zechariah was certainly that. Well, miraculously, God granted Zechariah and Elizabeth's request. Elizabeth fell pregnant with John the Baptist, and for five months, she never left home, uh, because uh, I gather she was being careful and smart with her pregnancy. Uh, she was at least 60 years old, Elizabeth. Now, those of you who are 60 or around then, can you imagine having another child? Yeah? Is that good fun? i <laughs> have got a lot of... Uh, but 60 years old... Friends, 2,000 years ago a woman's value was by how many kids she produced because she would be the mother of future generations. Folks, can I say that's not true today. A woman's value is not in her producing kids. As Some families choose not to have children. Some families just can't have kids. Yet they are still valuable to God and society. But in those times, Elizabeth felt the shame of the culture of being childless. And incredibly, God saw that it was the right time and he blessed Elizabeth with the birth of John the Baptist. Folks, it was a miraculous birth, as was Jesus. Because John the Baptist had to do a great job in paving the way for Jesus. Why is Elizabeth a wise woman? Because she trusted in God's plans instead of being bitter, instead of being angry that she couldn't conceive. It. She chose to be patient in prayer despite her shame. And folks, can I say even if Zechariah and Elizabeth didn't get their wish of having a child, they were still faithful. Because they were praying about other things that would honour God Can I ask you, are you reacting to your discouragements? Your disappointments? Are you with bitterness? Are you discouraged uh, with uh, family? Uh, with your career, the ones you haven't got or the one you do have? Are you disheartened with life generally? Are there failures? Are their regrets? Friends, a, a wise person will choose to, choose to pray patiently. And if they don't receive their requests, they will, like, like Elizabeth, they will realise that God will only do what's best for his children. Jesus even says that. He says, those of you who are kids, those of you who have kids, you want the best of your kids. How much more? Will your heavenly father want the best for you? Come to the Lord Jesus. He may not give you what you want, but he wants to give you what is best for you. Then we see Mary. And in those days, uh, a man and a woman, particularly a girl, uh, they married uh, very young, sometimes 15 and 16. uh, When uh, most uh, people are, are foolish at that age, but not Mary. She displays a wisdom way beyond her years. And an angel appears to Mary and, uh, and tells her not to be afraid. And that's what all angels do. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. About Being pregnant despite being a virgin, of course Mary's going to be have those temptations of fear. There is the fear of criticism. How am I going to tell my mum? Yeah? Hey mum... I'm pregnant, and Joseph isn't the daddy, and by the way, the daddy is God, and I'm carrying a son of God, what do you think mum's going to say? <laughs> Mary, what have you been smoking? How am I going to tell Joseph? Hi, honey, I've got some good news, I'm pregnant, and you're not the father, but I didn't have sex with anyone, I'm still a virgin, what do you think Joseph's going to say? Sure, sure. There is the fear of the supernatural. The holy Spirit would somehow implant mary 's womb to be fertile. How is it going to happen? And then there is the fear of inadequacy, Despite of all her wedding plans going out the window, now she 's thinking, "Hey, i 'm going to be the mother of this Son of God." Here is this young girl who is uneducated, a peasant, and I just love these words she says. They are such wise words. Mary answered after speaking to after the angel speaking to her, "I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled." What incredible words! I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled why is mary a wise woman she she surrenders to the will of god she knows that nothing is impossible for god so she accepts what god wants for her and i want to say secondly mary was a woman of the word she 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 knew the scriptures folks and even though being very young if you actually was to read uh, in luke's gospel next few verses there is a song called Mary's song and it's just full of packed with Old Testament scriptures of great praise of who God is and what he has done and what he will be doing. So Mary knew the scriptures and it helped her believe in the truth rather than to trust in her fears. Well what about you folks have you got fears? Have you got anxieties, maybe over work, maybe finances, maybe even this whole COVID thing? Well, folks, I want to say, do what Mary. Surrender to the Lord Jesus. You know, the Bible actually uses these words, when we don't respond to God in a positive way, the Bible says, that's being foolish. And folks, we don't want to be foolish. We want to respond. We want to surrender our life to God because that is true wisdom. Living under God's will. Well, folks, can I encourage you, if you haven't already done so, swallow your pride. Do the best thing for your life. You know, anything this world offers is second best. God is the only one. And the Lord Jesus offers first best. Surrender your life because he loves you. He loves you. He died on a cross for you. He wants what's best for you. And if we have that attitude of Mary, God will bless us and use us beyond our wildest dreams. And the third woman, I think that is a wise woman here uh, in the, the, the uh, these couple of chapters, was uh, was Anna. And she was a godly woman, who loved her husband, uh, but then her husband died. But what she did, she redirected her love to the Lord. And just like, if you can't have a baby, you redirect your love to adopting or fostering a child. Or, or, Or maybe just help families who are less fortunate. Well, Anna does a similar thing. She says, I have lost my husband. The husband I love. Now I'm going to prioritize my love to the Lord. And Anna spent much of her time in the temple. We are told praying, not just for herself, but praying for others. And while Anna's in the temple, it just so happens that Jesus is being prayed for or being prayed on, and he's being dedicated by Simeon and. And Anna hears what Simeon has to say, that Jesus is the one who will save Israel, save the world from their sins. And then we read, Anna gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who are looking forward to the redemption of Israel. Why is Anna a wise woman? Well, despite her grief and lostness, she chose to focus on the presence of God in her life. She directed her love by prioritising the Lord Jesus. The good news of Jesus is only good news when people get to know it. And one of the things that Anna does, as soon as she hears about it, she tells other people about who this baby is and what this baby will do. Friends, we may be experiencing grief and sadness. We may have lost someone, something. Sometimes we can have regrets. Friends, can I encourage you to change your focus of what you can't do to what you can do now. Change your focus. Come to the Lord Jesus and prioritise him in your life. Well, what about you? You know, these uh, three women had pain, heartaches. Elizabeth couldn't have kids. Mary had an unexplainable pregnancy. And Anna is uh, grieved and sad with being alone. And folks, can I say, they all had a choice. They all had a choice. We all go through difficulties. We all go through disappointments. We all go through burdens. Because this world isn't perfect. But you know what? We choose to remain Resentful. We choose to be fearful. We choose to be saddened and maybe sometimes wallow in self-pity. But we can choose to trust God who has given us a saviour, who has given us forgiveness of sins and can save us sometimes from situations. We can choose to surrender our will to God's will which will take away fear of what other people may think. And we can choose to practice the presence of God in our lives instead of being influenced by the ways of the world. Folks, Christmas is a joyous time, isn't it? I know uh, there is a little bit of sadness this Christmas because some of you have been telling me uh, during the course of the day that they can't have the family over uh, we had um, many people who were coming to the service, and because some of the, the friends uh, live in Queensland, because some of the friends live there, they couldn't come. And, and that, that is sad, obviously. But, folks, we can rejoice in the fact that Christmas we see Jesus' birth, and he was born for a purpose. He was born to die on a cross, and we might think, how is that joyful? But he he died on a cross to pay for all those times we've done the wrong thing. And if we're honest with ourselves, we've all done the wrong thing, haven't we? Have I got a couple of aliens there? We all need forgiving. I need forgiving. I need a lot of forgiving. It's a good thing the Lord Jesus died on that cross because only forgiven people can get into heaven. From the manger to the cross, we can be forgiven. and not have bitterness we can have power instead of fear we can have that presence of God instead of grief folks the greatest decision that you can ever make is being part of a forgiven family Jesus did come to save us from this broken world to save us from ourselves we need forgiving and folks I want to encourage you I want to challenge you to wise up be like the three wise men who dropped everything and followed Jesus. Be like the three wise women who trusted in God despite their difficulties. Friends, let's pray. And you might like to bow your heads. And I'm going to be praying a prayer of dedication. Uh, and it could be a prayer of rededication. And I'm just going to pray what I call my uh, simple ABC prayer. Uh, Admit that I've ignored God. Believe that he died on the cross for me. and, And then commit my life to trust him. So why don't we bow our heads. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for tonight. We want to thank you for your word. Lord, I want to thank you for everyone here. Tonight, in this church, in our hall, in people's homes. Lord, we admit that we have ignored you and rejected you and lived the lives we want to live. I'm so sorry, Jesus. But I believe that you died on the cross so that I can be forgiven. I believe that you rose from the dead so that I can share in that resurrection. Thank you, Jesus. And now, Lord, I commit my life to you. I want to trust you with all my heart and my soul to live for you to live under your will. Lord Jesus, make me a member of your forgiven family. Amen. Friends, uh, can I encourage you, if you have uh, prayed a prayer like that for the first time, then uh, please uh, see Earthon or myself or someone someone from the uh, church We have our motto here is putting lives on the right track. And please believe me, that's what we want. That's what we want for everybody. We want you to be on the right track uh, with the Lord Jesus. And I trust that uh, maybe tonight is uh, maybe a pathway to that. Well, folks, um, we're going to pray right now. And I'm going to invite Christine to do that for us. Thanks, Christine.